Hey everybody, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is where you are right now. So, welcome to Playing Your Cards Right, a sports, true crime, and everything in between talk. So, I am your one host, Matthew Smart, with my beautiful, amazing co-host, Dr. Sam Williams. So, we are coming to you live from the HQ in Jinx, Oklahoma. For any of you people that aren't from Oklahoma, that's like South Tulsa, so just getting that out of the way. So, we decided to do a podcast, like in the title, but sports, true crime, and everything in between. Because, you know, we, we, were, we were talking about it in Best Buy, happened to be around the podcast mics, and I was like, hey, we, we could do this, you know? And I said, why not? So here we are. So so playing your cards right is our uh, inside joke. Yes, it to, is. To each other. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a nice little thing. Every big thing, it's like, hey, there's no guarantee that this is going to happen. But, hey, if you play your cards right, it'll happen. I mean, you know, like moving in or... Getting married. Getting married, getting engaged. You know, play your cards right. The big stuff. The big stuff. So, that's how the title came to be. So, part of what we're going to do is obviously talk about sports. And true crime. Yes, and true crime. And kind of anything else that we want to talk about. I mean, we got to keep you on your toes. Yeah, we got to. You listen to the weird true crime stuff that I get in your car and... As she beheaded the man and da 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 da. And it's like, wait, what? You're not the only one. Anytime someone goes to change my oil or my tires, they hear it too. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. So, I guess for people to get to know us, that's kind of what we're wanting to do with this intro podcast. Just kind of let everyone know who we are, you know, what, what our backgrounds are, and, you know stuff like that so they can like oh this guy's smart he likes the right teams or maybe she knows a little too much about murder well maybe i know a little bit too much about how to get away with it too i mean that's true too i will give you that so like i said earlier my name is Matthew smart i uh, i grew up here um in jinx of oklahoma born and raised went to jinx high school Went to Oklahoma State University, go Pokes, for my bachelor's degree. Uh, graduated with a degree, bachelor's degree, um, in biochemistry, molecular biology. And yes, that is one degree. It is not two degrees. It is, some people have accused me of having two degrees in that, but it's actually just one. And I have a minor in economics and microbiology, which is kind of random. Weird. Well, the economics is super random, but hey, it's okay. I blame it all on my visor not being there the first day, but that's okay. Because it's, it's a weird talking point whenever you go through interviews. It's like, oh, wait, you have a minor in economics? Like, what? And then I also have a, I guess, associates or whatever you want to call it as a medical lab tech. So, kind of, you know, I can take your blood, run it, tell you about it. And then probably get away with murder if I really wanted to. Let's <laughs> not, though. I'll keep my blood inside my body. Well, you know. And what I do currently right now is I am a 
chemist, but a quality control chemist. So I work at a sulfuric acid uh, manufacturing plant, and we basically make ultra-pure uh, sulfuric acid, which is used in the semiconductor industry. So anything that has a chip in it, computer chip, and it basically helps have a hand in making that. So that's fun. Then you, Mrs. Goody Two Shoes, gotta go to school for freaking ever. That's Doctor Goody Two Shoes well, to you. You know. <laughs> um, I am technically Doctor Sam Williams. Um, most people call me either Doctor Sam or Sam. Uh, I grew up in a small town in Missouri, Carthage. Uh, you probably have heard of Precious Moments. That's where that is. Um, I graduated from high school there and then went to undergrad for my bachelor's of psychology at Hillsdale Free Will Baptist College, now Randall University. Let's just, let's just get this straight. Bible college? <laughs> Party. Yes. And I do technically have a minor in biblical studies. Of course you do. Because I went to Bible college. <laughs> of course you do. Uh, I graduated in 2013 with my master's of forensic psychology from the Chicago School of Professional Psychology, which was completely different than my bachelor's uh, because uh, the Tulsa or the uh, Chicago School of Professional Psychology is very liberal compared to con you know my conservative college. Chicago, no. <laughs> <laughs> right and then I just finished last month so June 2022 my doctorate of human and organizational psychology um, I have a PsyD not PhD that is important um, and I finished that through Tour University which is a Jewish university <laughs> So she got some problems, people. She got some I problems. couldn't decide what was important to me. Um, but currently, I I've been in the mental health field for about 14 years now, and I've seen it all. I've done it all. We're talking juvenile detention, uh, residential care, uh, case management, supervisory work, um, and now I am currently a court liaison for an acute psychiatric hospital here in the Tulsa area um, where I do a lot of the legal side of things for patients um, and civil mental health specifically. And I, it definitely is a passion of mine. And yet, I only have a bachelor's and I still make more than you. He does. He makes <laughs> way more than I do. It's only because I, I'm, I'm very highly specialized in what I do. That's, this is true. I mean, chemists make good money in general, but doing what I do in a clean room environment, that's pretty, pretty yeah. specialized. So, yeah. That, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, we'll be making more. Eventually. Uh, eventually, they're looking at revamping some things when our new hospital is built. Uh, which that is projected to be done mid-spring of 2024. Um, they start breaking ground on it in a few months. And so uh, we'll actually double our bed capacity and have over 100 beds and 
I will work with probably close to that many patients. Sweet. That's definitely uh, definitely needed. Yes. But uh, I guess people probably were like, okay, cool. That tells us about you guys as individuals, but you two as a couple, like, <laughs> okay. How, how did a PsyD and a freaking chemist hook up? So we've been together for almost two years. Yeah. Two years in October. Halloween. Well, you know. <laughs> some like it spicy, some like it spooky, some like it scary. Yeah, we, we did all three, I guess. I guess so, yes. So, yeah, we've been together for almost two years. Uh, traveled a lot. Yes, lots of traveling. Lots of traveling, lots of sports. It's a good thing you like sports, otherwise I don't think we would work. Mm, this is true. It's a good thing you don't hate my teams. Mm. Well, football team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we, we can definitely touch on that for, for sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, a lot of, lot of uh, trips to Montana, Colorado, yeah. few to Texas. Yeah. Few to Arkansas. Yeah. More to come. Few to Missouri. More places to come. So, our idea with our podcast, you know, we're going to do, obviously, <coughs> have audio versions, um, but within the next, maybe by the fifth one or so, maybe, uh, you know, we will be uploading these to uh, different platforms for people to listen to, but our goal is to get to be able to do video and uh, because let's be honest I have no control over my facial expressions well and I'm sure people will get a good laugh out of that well that (laughs) that and what we plan on doing you know we we plan on doing taking it on the on the road so to speak yep doing uh, locational uh, talks and I've got a good list well they don't know that uh, one of those talks happens to be in uh, a uh, island that's owned by the Dutch. So we'll let you figure it out from there. Let's put it this way: it's in the Caribbean. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if you can't figure that out, then I don't know what to tell you. But I think I think the location where we're gonna do it, I think that'll be uh, that'll be good. Oh, absolutely. I mean. You know, especially at the right time, with the water around it, it'll be good stuff. Oh yeah. Plus, it's a vacation. Yeah. Who doesn't need a vacation? There, there, there may or may not be some uh, sunburning possible well, yes, for that episode. Because I am super white, and let's just admit you pasty. Yeah, even when I'm tan. You whiter than white. Pretty much. This is accurate. Scary. I've oh, well. managed this long. But then, you know, we also have the, uh, doing, possibly doing it at tailgate or... Oh, yes. Stuff like that, so... So, talking about sports. I like talking about the, sports. The, the first half of that, whatever. So, next episode, we're, we're going to give our predictions... How are uh, the only school that matters in this state? Well, let me correct that. The only school that matters the most in this state to me. 
Oklahoma State University. Yes. The best freaking college in the state. Well, I am a professor at another university in this state. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. And? <laughs> and I like to think that's a good one since, you know, well, I teach there. I'm not saying that's not a good one. I'm just saying the <laughs> best one. Is my I mean, we had a fantastic basketball team. Mm-hmm. For, for Division two. Yes. Yeah. Division one. Listen. Listen. It's there's, okay. there's more. There's more kids at the Tulsa campus than there is your whole entire school. Also true. Just saying. There were fifty in my graduating class, and that was associates, masters, and of course the bachelors. See, I graduated like three thousand. Just say it. Yeah, we didn't even have ten percent of that population. Uh, in that might. That might have been. That might have been my. I don't know if that was everybody together or if that was just who I graduated with in that morning session. But, but yeah, so I guess sports. So run down kind of our uh, our favorite teams, or whatever. So love baseball, love basketball, love football, love hockey, love college sports, obviously. Um, love UFC fighting, boxing, mm-hmm. soccer. Yeah. I like soccer if I can watch it in person. Yes, yeah, so if I can go in person, if I watch it on TV, it's just, I don't know, I can't. Lacrosse, I could get into that. I could too, but that's one of those sports that I would love to see in person. It's way better in person, especially if you can do it. It fascinates inside. me, and so I would like to see it in person. So, baseball, we'll start there. Okay. Two teams that I like. And one of them is wrong. One of them is right. <laughs> you're you're, you're going to learn, people, very quickly that I happen to cheer for winners. And I happen to part. cheer for losers. <laughs> so, you know, just, just throwing that out there. Just, just a little bit. But favorite team, number one, all the way. Grew up loving them. Blame my dad. It's his fault. But it's okay because they've had a lot of guys that have played the game the right way. Houston Astros, which I know I'm going to catch some flack for, but cheating has been rampant in baseball, even in the year that they won it, so, and, you know, even the Yankees have now come out and said, basically, they found out that they were doing some stuff bad, too, so, but let's let's just be honest, if you like the Yankees, you might have a mental problem, possibly, what is wrong with you? I just, I can't get behind the Yankees. The Yankees are, ugh. No. No, thank plus, you. Plus, their fans are pretty, ugh. They like to talk. Mm, well, they're a little, they're a little rambunctious. In a bad way. Yeah. Kind of like fans from that other school that we don't really speak of. Yeah, we don't talk about them. Uh, for the people that don't know, it's a down in uh, hell. I mean, excuse me, Bowman. Just saying. But uh, then second team, because, so, lived in Oklahoma basically all my life, with the exception of, like, 10, 11 years. And in that span, for about three, I lived in Montana. And then the other six, seven, I lived in Colorado. So, became a huge fan of the Rockies. I've always been a fan of the Rockies in some form or fashion, because growing up, the AA affiliate 
that is here in Tulsa, the Tulsa Drillers, were actually the affiliate for the Rockies. So, got to see, you know, the Nolan Arenados, the Charlie Blackmans, whatever. Charlie Blackman, before he had a huge freaking beard, scary. I mean, I'm going to have to show you a picture, because it, you'd be like, like no, nah, that's not Charlie. It's, it, it'll scare you, because it, it's, it's almost wrong, really. I mean, it, it's, he doesn't look anything like him, and, yeah, it's just bad. So, Rockies are definitely a strong, solid two, which, I mean. I agree. Know. They are also my number two team, more for sentimental reasons. Um, you know, going to games with my family whenever we'd go to Colorado to see my mom's side of the family and stuff. And, uh. Oh, he's got baby face. Just showed her a picture of Charlie without the uh, the beard. It's kind of scary. He's just got a baby face. It's kind of scary. Uh, but my number one team would be the Kansas City Royals. I'm a jerk. Listen, I know they stink. And they know they stink. But about every 25 years, they pull off the big win. Mm. And that's okay. The problem is they, they the problem is they do what the Astros used to do. Trade away really good talent. I would agree. Because at one point in time the Astros had Kurt Schilling, they had Kenny Lofton, they had a lot of these guys and they traded them away and then they became freaking huge superstars. And I think the Royals do that a lot too. Yes, I would agree with that. So there, there there's baseball. Basketball Again, there, there's 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 a conflict. There's here, a guys. conflict of interest. Which, for for those keeping track, we have never had an argument in two years. This is true. Because you know, communication people. It's all about communication. Anyway, number one now is different than number one growing up. Because number one now didn't exist whenever I was growing up. So we'll go with growing up number one Houston Rockets. Because again. My dad grew up there in Bel Air, Texas, and then moved to Tulsa. So, you know, there, there's a connection. And so, I was a fan of the Rockets whenever they had uh, Hakeem Olajuwon, Robert Ory, Sam Cassell, Kenny, uh, Kenny Smith, those guys when they were winning the championships whenever Jordan had retired. And uh, stayed a fan of them, you know, all the way up to Yao Ming, um, Tracy McGrady, those guys. Still watch them occasionally, but, you know, they're not my number one. My number one, I'm going to catch flack for from if we have anybody who listens from the Pacific Northwest because, well, it, some people say they stole the team, you know. It's kind of whatever, but Oklahoma City Thunder is my new number one because, let's face it, it's the only pro sport we have in Oklahoma and only pro team. Hopefully that changes. I would love to see them get a baseball team or something, but the Thunder. Now, you Seattle fans, you know, if you would have came out and supported your team, maybe maybe they wouldn't have gotten sold and everything happened. I hope you guys get a team. I mean, I think Seattle deserves a team. But, you know, I mean, they, they got the new NHL team and they got behind them. So, hopefully, you know, the NBA, I know they're looking at expansion. Hopefully, they'll give it to Seattle because they deserve a team. I mean, if they're going to finally come out and support the team, but, you know, I don't know if you feel safe going to the games because of all the crime up there, but that's another 
story for another time. That's another podcast. But, but yeah, going to those games, Oklahoma City Thunder games, is crazy. Because it's like a college atmosphere. Always has been. Now, you know, the last year or two, whatever, obviously COVID kind of killed a couple years ago. But, you know, they're, they're rebuilding. And, you know, it's maybe not as crazy as it used to be. But it'll get back there. So those are my teams. I only have one, and that's the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets. Yeah, but I first saw them in person when Carmelo Anthony played for them. And I loved watching him play for them. Um, And that's what got me interested in basketball. And, of course, I stuck with the Denver Nuggets because when – I'm loyal to a team. I'm loyal to a fault. And here we are all these years later, and I will still cheer for them, win or lose. It's okay. You're wrong. It's all right. Eh. It happens. (coughs) Well, you know, it's okay. It is what it is. Football. Football. At least we can kind of agree on this. No, we agree on football. It's just, you know, again, I grew up a fan of Niners because of Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Steve Young, all those guys. Still a fan of them to a point. Uh, used to watch the Houston Oilers, but obviously, you know, they got the owner moved them to Tennessee, then they became the Titans. Um, and then whenever the Houston Texans came about, cheered for them. Still do. But let's just be honest the Dallas Cowboys, gross. Very gross. With that said, I will cheer for them. And the Raiders. No, thank you. Again, I will cheer for certain players on those teams. Only the one guy that your girlfriend so lovingly got you an autograph for. Shout out Dylan Stoner. You the man. (laughs) Um, But, you know, there's guys on the Dallas Cowboys I'll cheer for because they're OSU guys. But... And, and before anybody goes crazy, yes, I did like Troy Aikman, and he's from Oklahoma, and I did cheer for him. Yes. I just, I don't like their owner. Jerry Jones is just a dick. I don't like him. But, number one team, and somebody's probably going to guess it, because lived in Colorado, Denver Broncos. And that's where we agree. Absolutely. Oh, man, come on. We got Russell Wilson now. I mean, just saying. And, and we've had some pretty good legends. Uh, I know. Can't go wrong with Peyton Definitely not. Yeah. And, and I like Terrell Davis. Yeah, yeah. He's probably one of my favorite pastime and, and even, even though this guy's a huge dick, I've heard in person, John Elway. Yeah, I've heard he's not very nice. His, son, his son's gotten in a lot of legal trouble. Yeah. But, you know, slap on the wrist. Don't do that again because you're John Elway's kid. No. Yeah. So we agree there. Hockey. We also agree on hockey for the most part. Hockey. Hockey, I grew up a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. Still a fan to a point. I, I mainly like them because of Mario Lemieux and Yamir Yager. Um, and I still like them. I mean, you know, Sidney Crosby is an amazing player. But always have been in some form of fashion, but especially whenever I moved to Colorado and even lived in Montana, Colorado has. Absolutely. Stanley Cup champions, by the way. 
yes. But I don't think you'll find a bigger Avs fan than my grandma, who is in her mid-late 80s. Yeah. Just, just don't cross her, people. Uh, you might wind up in a body bag or I mean, something. She is Italian. Well, you know. And those people. Mm-hmm. I've heard the stories. Just saying, people. Don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> it's not worth it. Because then, the, well, the problem is then she could. I mean, she if she happens to ever listens to us, then she could be like, oh, you guys know how to get rid of a body too, huh? <laughs> not be good for us. For the record, my grandma has not done this, but let's not tempt her. Yeah, we, we don't need her to give her any ideas. <laughs> Just saying. Wouldn't be good for us. No. But then, uh, college, where I kind of pointed it out, Oklahoma State University, the I best mean, university in the whole entire... We only hold season tickets for football. Well, two years now. Yep. It's, you know. And then to basketball games, wrestling, mm-hmm. baseball. baseball. Hopefully this year we can maybe go to a hockey game, softball game. I'd like to see their equine. Yeah, that's pretty good stuff. Well, they're national champions, too. I know. But here's the thing, though, with college. It wouldn't be me if I didn't like losers. And so, I'm, you know, I like Vanderbilt, too. Listen, listen. And I know they're not good. They're good at baseball, mostly. They're good at baseball. But But everything else is not that great. Football team hasn't really been that great in I don't know how long. Basketball team in, can hit and miss, but I don't know. But it's okay. I've accepted my fate as liking losing teams. It's it's okay. It's okay. That's why that's why you wear orange now. You cheer for the right team. And and I, and I don't know what happened to my Vandy shirts when I moved. <laughs> I didn't have anything to do with that. I'm just like because I I didn't really help you pack. So no, you did not. I was a little, you know, too busy because I didn't have a life. This is true. Yeah. So, just saying. But, you know, for all the Vandy fans out there, sorry. You already know. It's true. It's okay. They'll be all right. Their new coach says they're going to be better, but, you know. We shall see. OU and Texas joined the SEC. They're just going to keep moving. Well, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. They can't I, I have accepted my fate as their fan. It's okay, because eventually you're going to be connected to OSU. So. And not just through me. No. Eventually I will probably be working with their forensic team. Their forensic psych team. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. That, that, that's our sport teams. And reasons. Yeah. Because I'm sure some people will be like, Okay, you're in Oklahoma. I don't, I'm not really connecting the dots here. Like, <laughs> what the heck? Because, you know, somebody might think we should be Chiefs fans. <laughs> Never. Although I will say, I I have enjoyed the football games there, even though the weather was awful the oh, last yes. time. Oh, yes, Arrowhead is fun. But that, that it was not to watch the Chiefs. It was to watch my team. Listen, listen, Arrowhead is fun no matter what. I've gone to a Chiefs game and cheered for them. And that's where you were wrong. But they weren't playing Broncos, so it was okay. Listen, I, I want a good, healthy relationship, or, you know, of 
So, uh, somebody decided that I guess he wants to be part of the podcast, too. For all those people that can hear that. So, I do have a dog. His name's Rocky. He's a uh, pit bull terrier mix. He just, uh, he always wants attention and wants to, you know, lay down next to you and get love and whatever. And apparently now he's just going crazy on the, uh, the floor over there rubbing himself. So, yeah, I didn't realize he was going to make an appearance today, but I yeah, guess he sometimes decided. Sometimes he gets a wild hair and has to roll around and that's what he is doing. He's being extra today. <laughs> he knows that we're I guess he knows we're recording a podcast. And he's like, hi. Hi. I don't going to be on there. Listen, at least mine's not here right now because there's no telling what he would be doing. We already know what he'd be doing. I ha- I also have, mine's a pit bull terrier mix uh, named Jax, who is also called Crazy Pants because he's crazy. Well, you know. He's just special. He he basically failed out of the Canine Academy to be a police dog because he just has no self-control. Yeah, we need to teach him that. <laughs> just saying. He's, uh, he's got to play his card right, too. He's working on it. He's, he's trying. Yeah. <laughs> Not even CBD touches that guy. Um, it did for about 30 minutes the other night. Yeah, kind of my point. <laughs> He's not that bad. He just he needs to. We need to send him back to training or something. Well, we'll figure it out. It's okay. But yeah, so there, there's the sports part. I guess true crime. So we can kind of do a little, little, little slight, slight preview of the uh, next episode before we ask some questions so people can. Mm-hmm. understand some things about us better but so <clears throat> the next episode we're going to do we're, we're going to do it in the few, next few days sure a lot of people know about it because it was national news this happened while I was living in Colorado so I am uber familiar with the events and the news and, and basically everything there is to know about this I, I, at this point I'd be shocked if there's something I don't know quite honestly. Uh, and it, it's, it's a story that it's just I, I, I don't even understand. We don't have kids, but I don't know how the heck you could do it. So. And I've worked with some families where there's a lot a lot of issues. And it it never came that far. It, it, it's the ultimate true crime and the ultimate I want to start a new life and he thinks there's only one way to do it and of course the guy that we are talking about is the one and only for those people I guess I'll be nice and not call him what I really want to call him yeah that's that's probably not a good idea that's really what it is so we're talking about Chris Watts the uh, the devil himself at this point. Yes. And and it's interesting you say that because a lot of the research that I've done, because I'm not as familiar with this case, I've only heard, I didn't know about it until I heard him on one podcast. 
and then we were talking about it and getting ready for that episode and almost everything I have found when it comes to the TV shows podcasts things like that has that word somewhere in the title but here's the thing he fits that mm-hmm. that, that that's the only thing that makes sense I, I don't want to give it away my, my feelings on it but he's I'm surprised he's still alive. Let's put that way. Yeah. I'm surprised somebody in jail hadn't taken him out. Yeah. Yet. But I'm sure he... I know he was in solitary in Colorado, but I don't know. I know he's in Wisconsin now. Yes, he is. But I don't know if he's in solitary in Wisconsin or if they moved him to General Pop. But... I'll see what I can find. I'm I'm pretty sure he's not going to say anything. Probably for his safety. But... I'll dig. It's fine. But there's always, you know, incidents in the, in the prison yard. Yeah. If you're already on death row, what do you got to lose? He's not on death row. No, but I'm saying if you were somebody else. Oh, I got you. Take him out. What's the matter? Yeah. You're going to die anyway. I'll okay. save my opinions. Yeah, I don't know. Whether or not you or think the, the death one. penalty is right or wrong, but... If you're already in there for life, what's what's killing somebody else? Anyway. So, but I guess we'll do some that that that'll be the next episode. Mm-hmm. It should be good. Yep. And of course, there's going to be like we said some sports in there, um, talking about our predictions for the football season, whatever. Which some uh, photos just came out of the new turf at the stadium. Looks freaking nice. Yes. A lot brighter orange and a lot darker green turf. So that looks. And for the way record, nice. he sent that to me this morning, and I forgot to respond to it because yeah. I'm a busy slacker. It's okay. I was just you know not busy somehow because you know we didn't have power. But hey, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. That's all right. I needed a slow day. I deserve one. So to move on to the you know letting. Our listeners in a little bit and sticking with the crime side of things they would like to know what is your favorite crime show, crime show. both fictional and non-fictional all of them <laughs> i'm gonna need you to narrow that down so, so 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 if if we're gonna talk about crime shows whatever and just in general you can't go wrong with on Patrol is what it's called now. It used to be Life BD. That's interesting as heck. I've never watched an episode. Well, we'll get to this Friday. Okay. It's good stuff. I might have to, uh, after we get done with this uh, podcast, I might have to uh, watch some old ones because uh, uh-huh. it's pretty interesting seeing it go down live. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh. Now, obviously, it's not like, you know, somebody's murdered and somebody live or something like that. The traffic stops and Right. People running, whatever. But uh, you can't ever go wrong with, you know, any any show on Investigation Discovery, you know, uh, Lieutenant Kenda and uh, the headline news, the forensic files. You can't ever go wrong there because people are science nerd. Obviously. Obviously. Can't go wrong with the Law and Orders. Can't go wrong with any of the CSIs. Oh, man, you know. The weird stuff you see on YouTube, investigate uh, the uh, uh, first 48 hours, which is not on YouTube, but 
stuff you see on uh, YouTube where you see investi- uh, the uh, interrogations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Those are fun. We just watched one the other day with a lady that uh, killed her boyfriend by shoving him in a suitcase, shoving him in a suitcase and zipping the suitcase up. We may be doing that on an episode. Because it was quite intriguing, and there's a lot of psychology in there. Well, it's also going down right now, so it'd be a this good one to do. Because I think the court case starts this week or next month or something like that. So yeah. that'd be a good one. I mean, you're pretty sadistic to absolutely zip somebody in a suitcase. Absolutely. My favorite, though, as far as shows go, would be uh, Swamp Murders. For non for nonfictional, um, part of that is there was an episode that took place in one of the counties that I worked in as a caseworker, uh, and that made it very clear what we had always said: you don't go there and announce because you don't know what's going to happen or what's waiting for you on that property. Mm. Um, and so I really like that one. Um, Killer Speaks is good as well. Um, That had another serial killer on there from that same county. Um, So I come from a great area. (laughs) Yeah, I'm watching a trend here. Uh, But I didn't live in that county. That was actually two counties below mine. Um, But I did work there. Paul, do we think Sam is maybe a killer in waiting? (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, Are we sure of this? And as far as fiction, uh, Criminal Minds, all the way. And I was really excited to hear that they may be bringing it back for another season after not having it since the pandemic happened. Listen, you just like it because all the hot men on there. Mm, no. Um, that show was kind of what gave me the idea to go the forensic psych route. And here I am. Yeah, you like it for all the hot men. It's okay. Listen, I like to think I could be Dr. Reed. Listen, it's okay. You like it because I'm a hot man. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. And then, as far as podcasts go, you don't you don't really listen to a ton of them. Mm. There's one or two that I know you listen to. Yeah, there, there's a few. But I listen to all the crime ones that I can. Um, well, I, I just, I don't really have the the time. I do it in my 10 minute drive to work and I just listen to one all week long. Yeah, whenever I can, yes. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't really listen to, uh, well, I listen to a few big names, whatever, but yep. then we have the uh, smaller podcast. Uh, shout out to uh, one Mr. Uh, Philip Boone and his wife, Courtney Boone. Yeah. They're a uh, few like Gilmore Girls, which, you know, I'm not the hugest Gilmore Girl fan, but have you even watched a season? Uh, I haven't watched a season, but I've watched episodes. Mm. So. We're going to have to introduce you. Uh, no, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I was forced to watch what I did, and Aww. I mean, it, it was all right. That's I, unfortunate. It, it, it's, it, it's intriguing, though, what they talk about it with the movies and how they relate back. And then Mr. Uh, Phillips' uh, podcast with the other guys that I hung out with in college, mm-hmm. that, uh, talking about sports and movies and stuff like that, so. That's always good ones, but uh, it'll be interesting whenever we get to uh, bring people on. So we're, we are going to bring other people in, perspective-wise or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Mr. Gene Bread. I know he's going to be listening. 
I'm gonna bring him in for uh, some Native American stuff because he is full blood Native American. Yep. He uh, he's gonna have some good stuff. He also said he would help us out with the video, so. So we'll see how that works out. Good Jean. I listen to true crime though, um, and my number one favorite is probably Women in Crime. Um, Again, he chopped off her. She chopped off her body part. No, no, no. no, no, no. That was serial killers. <laughs> this is women in crime. So this, this is women who are the criminals. And I like that they discuss um, what the sentences are and if they feel like the justice system got it right. Um, they both have worked in the legal system and they are both professors for criminal justice or forensic psychology and they give really good insight and perspective um my other one that i really like um is actually a comedy podcast small town murders um and it's these two comedians who go through all 50 states and rotate and talk about murders that were committed in small towns and it's hilarious and it's good again she chopped off the body part. Don't no, again, that was the podcast Serial Killers. Listen, totally different. Listen, it's all about the same. <laughs> it's all about the same. I, mean, I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's, it's pretty, pretty similar. It's okay. Yeah, I know. But I guess we can ask maybe a few more questions. Mm-hmm. So, since you are the person. That would be me. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, and, and for those of you who haven't picked up yet, we are both huge smart asses, so it works. It, it, it's fine. I, I think that's maybe why we haven't had an argument. We're both very smart asses, and it, it, it plays off well. I, I'm very sassy. Well, you know. It happens. I, I could have nicknames for you, but it's okay. Yeah, I'm hot stuff. That's it. Sassy assy, you know. <laughs> okay. I just no. came up with that one too. Yeah, I know you did. I saw it coming in your brain. Hey, it's okay. That's why we worked. Um, so, guess going off of murder, what would you say in your experience mm-hmm. is the biggest problem? that we have in the mental health industry that is leading to you know these guys that are going and shooting places up and then we're finding out oh well they have a mental condition that was never treated and slash or it was treated they're just not following what they're supposed to and somehow they were able to get a gun and slash or the homeless population issues there what would you say the biggest problem is with that that is leading to the crime and a lot of it being mental health people that have issues because it seems like to me from an outsider perspective looking at it, it seems like we're having a lot more people that are claiming mental health issues or whatever when it comes to murders or crimes and whatever and it seems like i mean obviously yes the pandemic created a huge mental health crisis but even before that it was still happening but what would you say the biggest problem is well that's a really big question and there are so many ways to go with it and i think it depends on 
what aspect you want to take. Um, if I'm looking at the homeless population, you know, about 40% of my patients that I work with um, are homeless. And some of them are involved in the legal system. And a lot of it is they don't have access to treatment. And I, you know, there are studies out there, tons of studies out there about especially rural communities don't have the same resources as big cities um, or bigger cities. Uh, and, and not having access to those things does create a problem. They may know a child growing up has mental illness and they don't know how to take care of it because they don't have access to those resources. Whether that's because they, they can't afford it, they don't have the right insurance, or it just doesn't exist there. Um, one thing I've noticed is that uh, in placement for one of our patients, there's it, it, it's been difficult trying to find outpatient services because where they live, the only outpatient facility closed. And so you're looking at driving an hour potentially because not everybody is set up for things like telehealth. And so we're expecting this person who has mental illness to drive at least an hour to go to an appointment. Is that real? Is that realistic? Probably not. Right. Um, but then when you look at things like mass shooters and things like that, that's a whole different ball game. Because when when you're trying to figure out is there mental health here, is there personality disorder here is there what's going on here there are so many things that someone looks at and some like to say it's because you know, oh they had a horrible family but that's not always the case so then is it something in their biological chemical makeup that has something in their brain physically not developed correctly and of course, if that's the case and they did go all that time untreated, then at some point they will just snap. Fair. But I also think too, outside of perspective maybe, mm -hmm. that, oh, I had a bad childhood, okay. And? You made the conscious decision to... Well, there's a prime example of, I don't, there's a series of books, but the first one is A Child Called It. If anyone has an excuse for bad behavior as an adult, it would be that person. But he has instead chosen to make a difference. And he was able to overcome his horrible, awful childhood and be a productive member of society. Yeah. So, you can blame your bad childhood, but what are you doing with that? Mm -hmm. Are you resonating and are you sucked into it? That's all you can focus on. Or are you willing to step outside of that and get help and move past that and choose to do better for yourself? Now, and again, outside of perspective, I think a lot of it too is a lot of people are just lazy. I'm going to be lazy. I'm going to take the lazy way out because... Mm -hmm. Why? Yeah. Why work for it? Why? Why change? Why be different? 
but that was my question. What you got? I'm sure you got something. She's giving the uh, the book the weird weird eye, stinky eye. What is your most memorable moment from playing sports? Oh. Most memorable moment from playing sports. So I played basketball, baseball. <laughs> played air quote golf. Still do. Um, but if we're gonna talk most memorable moments, hmm. I think you almost have to go with the uh, the time I got spiked in the leg. That's what I was gonna say. Oh man, I don't know if that I don't know if that was necessarily the uh, most memorable, like great moment, whatever. But oh, I didn't say greatest moment. I mean, because you know, there, there, there's definitely a few there. I mean, there, there are some games where, you know, I, I had a crap ton of RBIs, and there's a few games where, you know, I, I got my nickname, The Gun, because I had a great arm in the outfield. But I think the craziest thing that always seems to stick out to me is whenever I got spiked. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was at least probably 14, 15. Uh, it was like my last two years of playing ball, because um, I wasn't good enough to make our uh, middle school team, high school team. There was no way. I mean, in high school, I went to high school with a guy named Josh Johnson who was drafted out of high school uh, to the Florida Marlins before they became uh, the Miami Marlins. And uh, in high school, he was thrown in the low 90s and had a just crazy curveball and slider or whatever he yeah he was amazing um so there was no way i was gonna make the team but uh and i was only like five four five five in high school five six pushing it middle school i was five foot maybe but uh it was memorable because ooh, there's a cardinal um, he gets distracted easily, guys. Hey, look, look. We don't have many cardinals that come <laughs> around the house, uh, you know. Um, so, bases were loaded. I was on third base. The uh, the pitcher threw a wild pitch, hit the uh, backstop. Obviously, being ball four, everyone gets to move up a base free. No problem. And in theory, I mean, I can see why um, coaches, coach, you know, yelled at me and whatever, but it's not like there was going to score two runs. I mean, that just wasn't going to happen. I mean, we're, the backstop wasn't that far back. It was back far enough that, you know, had it been not bases loaded situation, I probably could have scored fairly easily. But, um, you know, I start you know, doing my little jog, you know, the home plate and whatever, but coach is in there, run, run, run. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> Better listen to coach because, you know, if you don't listen to coach, he's going to your ass and you're not going to be playing so mm-hmm. uh, I, I ran and down, down, down. Uh, I slid down whatever and catcher threw the ball to the pitcher and the pitcher you know uh, you know he was doing the right thing he was just trying to cover home plate whatever but he uh, had metal spikes on and I slid in and you know I didn't know anything was wrong I popped up I was safe and I was like yeah score Woo. and Start running, I'm running back towards the dugout, and everyone's facing the dugout, and my coach's face, they're like, oh, ooh. 
But I'm just like, what's everyone looking at? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Apparently blood was like running down my pant leg, whatever, and there was this big tear in my pants. And, uh, you know, I didn't think anything of it because, you know, adrenaline was pumping. I was fine. And then all of a sudden I looked down and I was like, ah! So, you know, fortunately the uh, coach's uh, wife was a nurse. So went to, uh, you know, behind the dugout, whatever, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh my god, that hurts! Ah. You know, cussing out the first ba- the pitcher had moved to first base at the time. And I was like, and uh, you know, they they were taping me up and you know, stopping the bleeding, whatever. And they're like, yeah, you're gonna have to go do the tetanus shot. I'm like, fun, yay! <laughs> Which you know happened the next day, but um, after they bandaged me up and took care of me, whatever, um, you know. Went to the dugout, and uh, coach is like, well, you want to go back in? I was like, I really do. <laughs> He's like, well, I, I'm not going to let you in. I was like, dang it, come on, coach. I really wanted to get in the game. And I think we played the next day and uh, or something, and or the next time we played him or whatever. Um, that same pitcher was playing first base and you know I remember who he was and I'm just like man what a guy and I remember I hit like a line drive like right over his head and um he uh he you know almost hit his head and whatever and uh got to first base and I was like hey ball almost hit your head huh and he's like yeah man hey are you are you doing okay and I'm like yeah I'm fine you know didn't need to get any stitches or anything, but my God, that healing hurt like heck and stole the base. So yeah, I'd, I'd say that was probably my most memorable moment from uh, from sports. We're, we're we're laughing here because my dog is <laughs> acting very weird over on the couch. <laughs> we we are going to be moving. He's special. We we are going to be moving our episodes to the office after after this one, but. He was being uber special. It's okay, boy. I have a one more question. Oh, boy. And you answer it, and then I'll answer it. Okay. And we'll see if we got the same answer. Okay. What's the best game that we have been to together? Duh. Well, I guess there technically could be, too. Okay. But we did leave early on the second one, so... I mean, that one... We, we didn't exactly uh, stay for what transpired because we were on the road with your parents, but... Uh, oh, the Rockies game? No. Bedlam. Baseball. Oh, yeah. Uh, that one, like, it, it's, it's there because we wound up winning that one, but we left and they were behind. But it was super late. <coughs> so, I mean, there is that. Yeah. But... By far the best game we have been to, shout of a doubt, Bedlam football last this year. This is what I was going to say. Crazy game. It was. It was so good. Crazy game. Crazy loud. Crazy fun. It was great. And it's sad that those little team from down south that... Shall not be named. Should not be named. Think that they're just going to go run off to the SEC. And good riddance. Peace out. Hasta la vista.
Although they're they're you know I, I hate the bedlam is gonna, gonna end more than likely at least for a little bit. And someone decides that they're thirsty, so yeah, you know whatever. <laughs> this this is also why we're moving this to the uh, to the office. It so, is so we can he be a little. Will be, he will be quiet and sleep the whole time up yeah. there. But uh, I mean it, it's it's sad that you know more than likely bedlam is gonna end for. Least uh, at least a few years, you know, five, six, maybe ten years. It just really depends on scheduling, whatever. But the only good thing that might come out of that is we won't have to listen to the annoying OU fans. You said the name. Hey, it's okay. I'm <laughs> calling them out. It's oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, if you're an OU fan, and I just triggered you. Deal with it. Call the mental health line. You'll be all right. <laughs> but. Uh, the only, the only good thing that might come out of that is we won't have to listen to sit there and, you know, well, we're the best team in the state. And we're like, well, we didn't play each other, so how can you say that? Yeah. I mean, and, we, and we won't have to hear them altering the uh, national anthem. Well, we probably still will in some sports, but it's okay. At least football, we won't have to deal with them. Yeah. I'm sure we'll still deal with them in baseball because they can, they can make that happen. It just won't be a Big 12 conference game, which, that's okay. We just need to go to uh, Provo and watch the uh, OSU baseball game against BYU. Yes. Because that needs to be on the list. I think that's all my questions. That's all mine. So, I guess we'll end this by saying, number one, um, if you need mental health or have mental health issues, call the new mental health line. I think it's, what, pound 988 or something like that? Yes, it is. So, call that. 24-7. 24-7. Don't, don't uh, think anything is too big, too small. No, and I learned that if they are busy, they will actually automatically route to your local crisis care center. So, which is cool. So we're always probably going to end with that because mental important. health is mental health is important. And it's not getting it's finally getting enough attention, but it's not. But it doesn't get attention but they didn't get the attention it needs and then also hey play your card right you never Just know what'll happen you never know what happen i mean I, th- I think we're kind of proof of that absolutely in many different ways so play your cards right in whatever you're doing and uh hey something good might happen you never know and uh keep smiling so till uh our next podcast which will happen in a few short days have fun y'all